Hello, everyone, and welcome to another special lockdown session of Man Up, the men's mental health podcast. My name is Andy Richardson, and sitting the other side of London is the fantabulous Tommy Danqua. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you for asking. Very well. It seems funny, doesn't it? Uh, we're still uh, we're still locked down. We're still miles away, but we are doing these wonderful podcasts by the medium and magic of modern technology, right? I know, but do you know what, right? I just realised that we've only got like two days, two or three days of May left. Where the hell did May go? I mean, I Honestly. don't know about you, but it's like, what the hell did May... <laughs> Did May even happen? It's been you know a I mean? blur. It's been a complete blur. I mean, even like bank holidays, like I, they mean nothing anymore, do they? Like <laughs> absolutely nothing. Absolutely jack shit. Still, still grateful for them, though. Still grateful for them. But yeah, <laughs> I know. And and I, do you know what? I just realised I I can't actually remember how many of these lockdown sessions we've done. Is this number five or six? Or you know, it's just it's well, it just doesn't uh, matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you, oh, you you sound like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, isn't that what, what was it? Wasn't that his catchphrase? That was his, wasn't it? The Rock. It doesn't yeah. matter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so basically, uh, because it is a lockdown one, and because the last lockdown session we did massively overran for about an hour and sort of however long. We are going to get straight into it and and um, not do our usual, um, you know, little bit of bants between each other. We, um, but that is with the promise that we will do our own because we've got a lot to talk about and a lot to catch up on between us, haven't we? It's yeah. I mean, without giving too much away, it's been an absolute mental few weeks for us, hasn't it? It's been really good, like highs and lows, lots of great stuff, some not so great stuff. So yeah, we definitely, definitely have got to do a catch up. And lots to tell the listeners about. A hundred percent. So, so that is our cast iron guilt or whatever it is, or whatever you call it, pledge to you lot. We will do that. <laughs> um, so, without further ado, I'm going to hand this one over to the lovely Thomas to um, introduce our guest for this week. You called me Thomas. I feel like I'm in trouble with my mum. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas? Sorry, so oh. I'm thinking of do you remember Tom and Jerry? Thomas? Brilliant. Sorry. Brilliant. Yeah, anyway. Nice. Okay, yeah. so today we've got a really, really amazing guest on the uh, show. And um this uh this person was brought to our attention because um she posted an amazing post, and it's something that really sort of resonated with us, and it was about it it was about, you know, um basically telling people to man up which obviously we're we're all about you know we're all about it and you know the negative effects and through this she uh, is a cognitive behavior therapist cognitive behavior therapist and she's got an amazing new 12-week course that she's developed and it's designed to sort of really reduce anxiety improve mood and build confidence with proven results so obviously andy you've done a lot of cbt and uh, i just yep. thought you know, we were really excited to have her on because it just seemed really fresh, really dynamic and really accessible. So I don't want to um, go too much into it, but, you know, with the importance of Boys Don't Cry and she's a real advocate of encouraging young boys from young age to show emotion. 
so that it doesn't sort of create the problems that we see a lot of men living with in later life. So without further ado, um, I'd like to introduce the wonderful Leanne Asbury. Hello. Hi. Thank Welcome you for having to... me here. I'm really excited well... to be with you. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. How are you? I'm good, thank you. You? Really, really good. Really good, thank you. Very so, good, very good. Uh, Leanne, um, I, I've waffled on enough about how wonderful I think you are, but maybe <laughs> do you want to give uh, our listeners just a little bit about yourself? I do, yeah. So my name's Leanne Asprey and I am a cognitive behaviour therapist. So for those that don't know what cognitive behaviour therapy is, it's probably a good place to start. So cognitive behaviour therapy is a form of therapy which is really effective in the treatment of anxiety, depression, OCD, self-esteem and, and much, much more. And it the word cognitive is another word for our thoughts and behaviour is obviously the way we act and therapy is the treatment. So as a cognitive behaviour therapist, when somebody comes into therapy, we want to identify any unhelpful thoughts that's brought them into therapy and any unhelpful behaviours, because there's a lot of research, and CBT is one of the most heavily researched forms of therapy, and the research provides really strong evidence that the way us human beings think controls the way we feel, and the way we feel, therefore, controls the way we behave. So it's really important when someone comes into therapy that we identify their unhelpful thoughts and their unhelpful behaviours because the plan is then to kind of break them out of that cycle. But the thing I'm most passionate about, and it's because of my own life experiences, is the reason behind them unhelpful thoughts in the first place. Because, you know, to me, anxiety and, and mood are a symptom and not a cause. And I know that from personal experience. So if just, are you happy with me to just tell a little bit about my background now? I'm not jumping ahead. 100% please, yeah. 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 So I am one of five children and I've um, had some pretty difficult experiences in my life. So my dad was quite a violent man and very controlling. And as a child, I've kind of witnessed a lot of domestic violence and then the kind of violence turned towards us children as we got older. And um, out of the five children, for some reason, I was the one that kind of decided to stand up to my dad. It, I got to the age of like 11 and 12 and I thought, this isn't right. He shouldn't be treating us like this. So I stood up to him. It didn't work out very well for me. And in the end, I ended up getting taken into foster care because I turned up at school with a thick lip and the school kind of said enough's enough and I was separated from my whole family, which is the hardest experience I've ever had to kind of encounter in my life. And kind of as I grew older as an adult, I kind of found that even though I was no longer a child in that situation anymore, I was experiencing, you know, low mood, anxiety, worry, stress, fear. You know, my whole life was dictated by the way I was feeling. And at this point, I had no idea that kind of thoughts created feelings and feelings created behaviours. And even though I knew I'd been through what I'd been through, I was no longer in that situation and I just couldn't understand why I was still feeling this way. Um, and then I'd see a lot of people say to me, you know, you've got to think positive and it just wasn't working for me. And you see a lot of posts on social media now that say, you know, positive thinking creates positive feelings. And it's that's very true. But for me when I tried to introduce positive thoughts, it wasn't working for me and I just couldn't understand why. So I kind of went on this kind of, I got to a point where I just thought, I need to know what's what's kind of happening. I, I don't want this life for myself anymore. So 
I started kind of reading into it and then I ended up going to university to study psychology and then I came across CBT and CBT has changed my life because it's given me um, an understanding as to why I was feeling like I was and some hope that I could get out of it. So I introduced uh, CBT into my own life, started using the, my own st- the strategies. And as a result now, you know, I am a completely different person. You know, I I feel great. You know, my life's where I want it to be. I'm achieving the things I've always wanted to achieve. Didn't ever think, you know, it was even possible for me to even feel like I do now. And it's because I understood why I was feeling like I was so my symptoms of anxiety and low mood and anger and fear they were not the problem they were the symptom to the problem the problem was that I'd the experiences that I'd had had conditioned me to believe myself to be worthless and unlovable and even though I wasn't consciously aware of that the way I perceived myself in the world and the way I perceived other people perceived me was coming from that them experiences that were kind of in my unconscious mind. So I had to go in using strategies to kind of kind of reprogram myself to now to believe myself to be work to work to be worthy. And you know, as a result, I now do. And I now be, I believe myself to be worthy. I, you know, the thoughts I have about myself, the thoughts I have about my life are now in kind of kind of linked to that. So um that's why I'm so passionate about this because it's not if we treat the symptoms, so if, if, let me give you a metaphor. So, so let's say you had a chest infection and you had a cough with that chest infection. If you just treated the cough, okay, the cough might clear up, but the chest infection is still going to be there. And that's kind of how I was. The kind of people were helping me with my symptoms, but they weren't helping me to clear up the infection, which was the, you know, the belief that I had from my experiences. And that's what I do now. I help people to um, kind of, identify the experience that has led to where they are and kind of reprogram that and it's you know it gets great results none of us are born with anxiety and none of us are born depressed something has happened in our life to make us feel that way yes there is a genetic link but that does not mean that somebody is born with it it just means they're more vulnerable to it so you need to find out the reason that has contributed to why you are feeling as you are and not label yourself as an anxious person because that is not true at all and that's what I'm really passionate about helping people with that is so yeah that is so true um as Tommy mentioned I've um had CBT therapy myself um and I can't tell you how much it has helped me as someone who has, has had severe um anxiety for many 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 years and it ha- has definitely been one of the one of the main things that, that has sort of helped sort of get me out of it um and uh, you mentioned about the beliefs uh one of the things that cbt does is they they they, they talk about inner beliefs yeah. That, uh, yeah and this sort of root technique where you ask yourself questions and you go deeper and deeper into the the thoughts that you're having um and it is uh, it's a fabulous thing and and uh it, it's it's also the um the duration of it as well, isn't it? Because I know I know that one of the reasons why the NHS um, sort of has it as its sort of main thing for, for therapy is, is because it, you can sort of get benefits from it for quite short term, can't you? Um, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, of course you can. It's, we can identify what our 
So our brain is uh, it's there to protect us. So you probably heard that if you're someone who's experiencing anxiety, but our brain is there to protect us from these beliefs as well. So my brain, like for example, my brain, because I'd have, I'd had them experiences and I was made to feel worthless and I was made to feel unlovable, my brain then had a job to protect me from that. And the way it was trying to protect me was to kind of distort my perception of myself and, other, and the way other people kind of saw me. But the brain gets it wrong because the way it tries to protect you actually makes the problem worse for you. But if you don't understand that, it can, you know, it can lead you to believe that these things that you're thinking about yourself are very, very true. And that's kind of the vicious cycle people get stuck in. Um, it's just it's understanding that there is a different perception that with it's kind of we don't, we don't see it because our brain distorts our perception when we've been through difficult experiences in an attempt to protect us. Um, which is what I why I'm so passionate about educating people about this because you know I know myself and I now work I specialize in working with males and the reason that I specialize in working with males is just that as a therapist you have to kind of find an area that you're most passionate in because if you try and help everybody you don't end up helping anybody Um, Mm. and I noticed quite early on for me that it was working with males and that's just because in my experience when a male was coming to therapy or reaching out to me for help, it's, and this is not, obviously I don't speak for all males, but in my experience, you know, they, it's usually their last resort. So to see a man come into therapy kind of on day one to how he is at the end of his therapy journey, it's just, it just gave me this huge drive to want to help so many other men go through this same transformation, which is what kind of prompted me to produce this program because I also know that therapy is a barrier for a lot of males. So I thought, what you know, how can I help men to understand what I'm what I what I now understand myself, how I transform my own life and how I've transformed many others for those men who don't want to go out go for therapy. So that's kind of another reason why I wanted to develop this this program for them men. So they can do it in their comfort of their own home without anybody knowing if they don't want people to know. Um yeah, and that's kind of why I'm so excited about it. So I'm hoping it's going to change a lot of lives. Amazing, uh, Leanne. Um, we're going to go. We're going to get onto the um, course that you've created in a second. But you touched on something there. You said when people come, when men come to see you for um, therapy, it's like a last resort. And yeah. it reminds me of the post that you wrote. And you speak. You speak about educating kids from a young age about expressing emotion. Why is that so important? In like, in your opinion. Because we are not taught in school how our minds work. We just like I had no idea if if I knew what I knew now back then, I'd have saved about twenty years of my life living anxious and sad. And because nobody we're just not taught this information about how our experiences affect us and how our mind works. I didn't even know that my thoughts kind of created my feelings that had never been told to me I did not realize that until I started studying myself um and just understanding that and I even see this with my clients when I kind of explain it to my clients you see like a light bulb moment it's not something we're educated about and I just think Mm. if we start to educate people early on about how their minds work how their thoughts do create their feelings and you know how to kind of deal with difficult situations better so that there's not that underlying um kind of problem stored in their unconscious mind because 95 percent of our lives are determined through our subconscious mind we are only five percent from our conscious mind so 
our con unconscious mind is where our fears, beliefs, and um, uh, ugh, fears, beliefs, and uh, memories are stored. I had a bit of a blank moment then. Um, so <laughs> any any experiences, any fears, any beliefs that you hold. They are stored in your unconscious mind. So 95% of your life is determined by them experiences. And again, that wasn't something I understood. So them experiences that you've had in your life determine the life that you live. Um, and this is why it is so important to educate people about this. Because yeah. if, if they don't know that, then how are they ever going to help themselves to kind of break out of it it's you know at the end of the day we wouldn't try and fix a car if you weren't a mechanic and if you did let's be honest you probably wouldn't do great at it and it's if you don't know how to how your mind works then how are you supposed to help yourself so again that's yeah. another reason why I wanted to develop this program because knowledge is power at the end of the day and if we don't have the knowledge then sadly a lot of people stay stuck when they don't need to be stuck when there's you know there's help out there can you can you for the for the listeners this may sound like a stupid question but can you tell the listeners what the difference between thoughts and feelings are Yeah so thoughts are things that basically pop into our head you know the things that we kind of think about what's going to happen in the future what we think people think of us you know what we're going to have for tea for example you know that is a thought a feeling is something that you you feel inside of yourself so you know that a happy feeling if you feel sad you're ang ang angry you might start shaking anxiety your heart might start mm. racing so feelings are kind of what we feel inside ourselves thoughts are things we kind of the way we kind of talk to ourselves in our head Okay, and and what's the correlation between the two? So I'm just I'm just gonna try and get the sort of CBT in in a, in a nutshell here, you know. So how, um, what's the correlation between the two, and how does that affect us? So the way we think creates the way we feel. So I'll give you an example. So let's say you are I'm just trying to think of an example. Let's say you're you're walking out of work, and your boss says to you on your way out of work, "I want to see you in my office tomorrow." If you have the thoughts, oh my goodness, I've done something wrong, it's going to sack me, oh my God, you're going, to, you're, fe you're going to feel quite anxious and worried because you've had that thought and you're believing that thought to be true, so you're going to feel quite worried and anxious and then your behaviour then is likely to be that evening at home, you're probably going to be maybe a bit agitated, maybe a bit distracted from your family. Whereas if you had the thoughts, I'm going to get a pay rise, for example, wishful thinking. But if you think, oh, oh, nice one, he's really pleased with me, he's going to give me a pay rise, then you're going to experience maybe a bit of excitement and you're going to go home and your behaviour is going to be very different. So the way we think creates the way we feel because our brain doesn't know the difference between what's real and what isn't. So it can it believes whatever we tell it. So if we're having a thought, our brain will believe that thought to be true and that's when it kind of, creates the feelings and that's one of the things that you know I did a blog on not long ago that like all my clients have in common so whether they experience anxiety or depression they or OCD for example they have a thought and they believe that thought to be true and that is what then creates the feeling and that's when I said earlier on that positive thinking didn't work for me earlier on it's because I was thinking positively, but I wasn't believing it to be true. So because I wasn't ah. believing it to be true, then it wasn't helping me. And the reason I didn't believe it to be true was because 
um, my what was in my subconscious mind didn't kind of fit in with it. So we thoughts, believing thoughts to be true is kind of what creates negative emotions, but also positive emotions if they're positive thoughts. You know, so if you're having a thought about you go, you book a holiday and you're going on holiday and you're having thoughts about what you're going to do when you get there and you're going to do this, you're going to do that. You believe in them thoughts to be true. You can kind of visualize it. And then obviously that's why people get so excited about going on holiday because it's like, you know, you can visualize and you believe that that's what's going to happen when you get there. But, you know, thoughts are not real. You know, they're not, they're not real. No thoughts are real. Even like thoughts about going on holiday, even though you are going on holiday, you know, it is just a thought, you know, it's, it, it's still not true. It's just the, it's just our way of trying to make sense of things. Well, I, I see. I, I think I think you've you've uh, sold you've sold that course already because I know a lot of people that are sort of into the positive mindset, myself included, and sometimes still struggle with the actual belief and mm. getting through it. So if your course is something that can help people with that, I think it's going to be an absolute success. Uh, what do you reckon? So on that note, mm. do you want to give us a bit more about it? Yeah, so basically it's a 12-week program and it just helps people to identify what their brain is protecting them from. Because if you are somebody who's struggling with anxiety, anger, low mood, whatever it may be, then you are that's because you're having a lot of negative thoughts, which is creating them feelings. And them negative thoughts are coming from an experience that you've had. Okay. So this program helps you, gives you the techniques and the strategies to, first of all, identify what it is your brain is trying to protect you from. And we can do that through the thoughts that you're having. That's how I, I identified what my brain was protecting me from. Through the thoughts that I was having, I was able to pinpoint what it was trying to protect me from. Um, and then once you've identified what it's protecting you from, it's how it's protecting you. So, again, this is very different for everybody. There's different thinking errors. Um, which I talk about in my webinar um, that the brain kind of puts in place to try and protect us, which actually ends up making us feel worse. But the brain always has the best intentions, but just gets it so wrong. And then it gives us strategies on kind of how to how to break out of it, because our brain learns through experiences, repetition and habits. So that is how you've got to this situation where you're at now if you are someone who's an who's anxious or you know you've you've got low mood something has happened you've had an experience that's led to that so it's having new experiences um and introducing new repetition which kind of undoes it and kind of reprograms the unconscious mind um, and this program talks you through every step of the way it's delivered in videos of myself explaining it all exercises that you have to do the content is delivered weekly because, you know, it's not something that can be done straight away. You it, it, to kind of reprogram our brain, we have to do it quite slowly over a period of time. So it's weekly um, weekly delivered to your email box each week's content. Um, yeah, so it basically it helps you to improve your mood, reduce symptoms of anxiety, build confidence and be the best version of yourself, which anyone who's kind of used this method, including myself and any of my clients, you know, they can all vouch for that. And you can see my testimonials on Google and that people have kind of gone through this with me. You know, they get really good results. And I've called the bro the program Blindside and I'll explain why. So as I've just said, when the brain is trying, has a, when we have a negative belief about ourselves through our experiences, the brain tries to protect us so it distorts our perception. So we go through our life only seeing ourselves through that, like that one, that one way. We don't see 
kind of what's around us because of the way our brain kind of distorts our perception so this program the best way to describe it is it that it uncovers your blind side it gets you to see you know your life from a different perspective and that's kind of what frees people of their symptoms of anxiety and low mood um yeah and it's got proven results and it's yeah I'm really excited about people um starting to kind of use it and getting the feedback from them changing as many lives as I possibly can all right so well you can um we can post a link to the um the 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 website can't we tommy afterwards absolutely um, so yeah i mean um i think if we email you uh if you're on the email address we have got admin at new beliefs cbt.co.uk yeah there is on my website um www.newbeliefcbt.co.uk there is a link at the top under programs but I would advise anybody to watch the webinar. So if you go to that link, I have uh, posted a, a free webinar, which is about 55 minutes long. And it basically explains everything about this program and about my transformation, the transformation of other males. And, you know, and after watching the webinar, people can, would be able to kind of identify whether this program is suitable for them because it explains kind of who it's suitable for as well. So, um, yes, yeah, so if you go to my website under programs, the webinar link is there for you to register and watch. Wonderful. So I had one, I had another question, quick question. And that is, you know, for me, I had two types of therapy and one of the, my, the I, I had psychodynamic therapy and that sort of went back to my sort of childhood and sort of dug deep into sort of the stuff that happens there. So a lot of people's, um, perception of cbt is it's quite a sort of surface level thing you know it deals with it's great at dealing with stuff that's happening here and now and changing your sort of immediate thoughts but how does that you you know you're talking about going you know subconscious and it sort of sorting out stuff from your past how does cbt tackle those sort of things yeah, CBT is criticised for that, that it doesn't touch much on the past and it's very much focused on the here and now. Um, but it's, like I've said, it's it's important to identify what has happened in the past because people need to understand where they, you know, why they are kind of feeling the way they are and what's happened in the past. But it's very much, okay, so identify what's happened, what's led to the way you're feeling today, and here are the strategies to move you forward. So it doesn't focus on the past as in it goes into it in loads of detail. It's just very much right. This is kind of the, these are the experiences that have led me to where I am now. And this is what I now need to do to move to where I want to be. So yeah, it's, it, it is criticized for that, but it is, a lot of people they do just want the strategies to to move them forward they don't just want to be stuck in the past anymore and so it's not it's not a terrible thing that cbt does that because it's it's quite important people go into therapy because they want to have a better future not because they want to stay in the past so but the past is important sure. to identify you know what's led to where they are it's really important for people to understand that and in cbt we use we use like formulations to explain that to people so we'll explain you know these are the experiences this is kind of these experiences have kind of led to this and we show them all in a formulation so that it makes sense to them because understanding is key so that they can know what they need to do to move forward yeah definitely okay amazing sounds great Sounds great. So uh, I think, well, I think that's it because we said it was going to be half an hour, a half an hour jobby, and we're we are 
we are sort of half an hour up. We, um, we, we nailed it, haven't we, for once? We're actually, we're getting better with this, Andy. <laughs> look at that. We didn't, we didn't want to embarrass ourselves and uh, we wanted to look across as professionals. <laughs> well, we, well, you say professionals, but we did we did leave Leanne waiting for about 10 minutes while we had to sort out the technical side of things. But we'll... Apologies. Yes, yeah, yeah. Leanne, thank you so much for joining us and thanks for speaking about this. And we were like, really good luck. I think, like you said, therapy for lots of people is um, it's a daunting thing. So if they can access this online and not have to do it face to face and work at their own pace, that could be really appealing to a lot of men. So really yeah. good luck with that. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Great. Yeah. Thank you very much, Leanne. Good luck with it all. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And also, um, yeah, the fact that you're on here, it, it's 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 quite helpful for men, isn't it? It's like, a, you know, it's for everyone. But this no, is it for everyone? Sorry, my brain's completely it's, gone. It's specifically for males. I've, I've, right. It, it does work for anybody. Obviously, it would work for females. But I've designed this program specifically for males. Right. Because I specialize yep. in working with males. And I really wanted to help as many males as I possibly can. There you go, men. This is a this is a men's mental health podcast. That's especially for you. Yeah. Right. All right. Thank you very much. Cheers, Tommy. I'll speak to you very soon as well. I look forward to it. Thank you very much, everyone. Yeah. Bye bye. Nice one. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.